Dear listeners, are you tired of the endless cycle of fad diets and extreme measures? It's time to wake up to a better weight loss solution with Robody. As someone who's been through the ups and downs of weight loss, I know firsthand the challenge of trying to find what will stick. That's why if I qualified for Robody today, I'd jump at the chance for a scientifically backed program that supports long-term success. With Robody, you'll gain access to the most popular weight loss shots on the market, paired with personalized lifestyle changes. Over 200,000 people have already chosen Row to help them lose weight. Say goodbye to the roller coaster of weight loss dreams and hello to sustainable, real results with Robody. Go to row.co slash snoozecast. Sign up today and you'll pay just $99 for your first month and $145 a month after that. Medication costs are separate. That's ro.co slash snoozecast. is brought to you by our Patreon supporters and by Riverside Picnics. Tonight, we'll read the next part to our Magic Cloak series from the book Queen Zixie of Ix or The Story of the Magic Cloak, a children's book written by L. Frank Baum and published in 1905. If you'd like to listen to this continuing story easily in order, go to snoozecast.com slash series. In the last episode, Queen Zixie steals the magic cloak from Princess Fluff using deception and cunning. She then finds out that all of her work was for nothing. The cloak does not grant wishes to those that steal it. Zixie grows wiser, though, through her disappointing realization. We are also introduced to a society of quarrelsome creatures called Roly Rogues that live high on a mountaintop above the cloud line. Let's get cozy. Close your eyes. Relax your body into the softness of your bed. days after King Bud's army had defeated the army of Ix, one of the Roly Rogues, while fighting with another, 
rolled too near the edge of the plain whereon they dwelt, and bounded down the mountainside that faced Noland. Wind had scattered the clouds, so his fellows immediately rolled themselves to the edge and watched the luckless Roly Rogue fly down the mountain, bounce across the plain, and then speed down the next mountain. By and by, he became a dot to their eyes, and then a mere speck. But, as the clouds had just rolled away for a few moments, the Roly Rogues could see, by straining their eyes, the city of Knoll lying in the valley far below. It seemed, from that distance, merely a toy city, but they knew it must be a big place to show so far away. And since they had no cities of their own, they became curious to visit the one they had just discovered. The ruler of the Roly Rogues, who was more quarrelsome than any of the rest, had a talk with his chief men about visiting the unknown city. We can just roll down the mountain just as our brother did, he argued. But how in the world could we ever get back again, said one of the chiefs, sticking his head up to look with astonishment at the ruler. We don't want to get back, said the other, excitedly. Someone has built many houses and palaces at the foot of the mountains, and we can live in those, if they are big enough, and there are enough of them. Perhaps the people won't let us, suggested another chief, who was not in favor of the expedition. We will fight and destroy them, retorted the ruler, scowling at the chief as if he would make him ashamed of his cowardice. Then we must all go together, said a third chief, for, if only a few go, we may find ourselves many times outnumbered and at last be overcome. Every roly rogue in the country shall go, declared the ruler, who brooked no opposition when once he had made up his mind to a thing. On the plain grew a grove of big thorn trees, bearing thorns as long and sharp as swords. So the ruler commanded each of his people to cut two of the thorns, one for each hand, with which to attack whatever foes they might meet.